and and I think you know it's a really useful conversation. I mean, where we started with the Hanuman, you know, the, the baseball. I, we didn't record that part, but um, and I just down hit record again, so I kind of didn't record anything I just said. So oh, fine. Um, <laughs> but you know, just the opportunity of going down, and you know, it's funny because um, when we talk about what we're talking about legacy and um, leadership and um, leverage and, and you and I are both more woo woo than, you know, say, I don't know the, you know, it's not just a business conversation. It's not just yeah. a, you know, it's, it's, it is a one one levels of out of, you know, it's definitely stepping out of the GCI frame stepping out of the press of the conversation you know or the the force field as jeff wilmore would say of you know what's what we're thrown to and uh so we're sort of geared there there's a a tendency or a, a, a rely relying on going with your gut you know, like that, that makes sense in a lot. Trust yourself, something that people say a lot, you know, in this sort of a realm. Um, And on one hand, yay, for sure. Right. On another hand, you know, our gut is wrong. Uh, You know, when it comes to complex, certainly when it comes to complex, multivariable problems mm. uh, our gut reaction is to not think it through mm. is to not actually do the work to think through you know like um you know you were talking about the ceo of fannie mae yeah the gut reaction there is to do something right right act yeah you you. save the day save the day you're doing million no but <laughs> you know when you're dealing with a multivariable variable problem with lots of different facets and complex facets and facets that you may not all be familiar with, you know, the opportunity is in the slowing down is in the rational taking apart of the situation and examining it. And I think the more you do that, the more you can trust your gut when it's appropriate. Mm -hmm. I don't know. There's some, there's some, correlation there between if you've done the work to slow down you've created a you know like like uh, luck favors the prepared mind i don't know some yeah. version of that right yeah um you know trusting your gut will work if you've done the work mm. as opposed to if you're just constantly flying off with well now i feel like this now i feel like this now i feel like this right. try this try that try this you know right. that's all going with your gut too on one level right yeah Reminds me of parts work. If you go into, you know, different coaching um, modalities and you think about there are different parts of our conscious. Um, I think Carl Jung did a ton of work around um, the parts of self. And, uh, you know, I could, I could see that in the conversation of your gut, the parts of gut, the parts of your gut, like there, there's the part of your gut that uh, is instinctive, or or reactionary 
like my gut is to flee the danger. My gut is right. to run out and save the company. My gut is to not slow down and whatever. Especially and, and, in the hustle culture. Yeah. Right. To, you've got to do something. I, yeah, I mean, that's the part we didn't record where I'm just like, I'm seeing that for myself as a solopreneur, like the, the idea that I could slow down and be present in this space in between having the right people on my bus, which is what inspired this conversation. Cause we were talking about a good to great. Right. But <clears throat> having the right people on my bus, which they're not here yet, or some are here, but some aren't like, there's a, there's a waiting of that. Right. And, and in that space where it's uncomfortable and back to Fannie Mae, who was at the time of the book was losing a million in their study was losing a million dollars a day before the turnaround. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, if that were me, like I'm not losing a million dollars a day and I'm still completely uncomfortable right. with, and I don't, I, I have the discipline cause I'm, I'm being disciplined in it, but I'm right. also present to how uncomfortable it is to not want to just go rush into activity so I can f get the dopamine hits of feeling productive. Right. <clears throat> yeah. It's interesting, Chris, because the, um, the, press to act, you know, like, don't just sit there, do something, <laughs> right. you know, is, yeah. you know, that's a, that's not even a flag that we fly. That's, you know, something we are, Yeah, you know, it's, it's, we've been indoctrinated mm -hmm. and, and more and more in this whole world of, you know, the, I was, you know, I rail against the appification of real estate um, because of the danger it poses to individuals who succumb to it um, because it's all about bypassing, mm. you know, any sort of rational judgment and making it as simple as possible, um, which is code for, you know, just do this. You don't have to think about it. You know, like the, it's funny. Cause I'm, you know, on one hand, I mean, if you're optimizing your website, you better be optimizing your website for where are people's eyeballs and where do people click and, you know, like that. You've got to do that work if you're optimizing your website. You know, I'm, I'm just getting into it on a different course that I'm on. To, um, but at the same time, that is, you know, if you have an unlimited budget like Facebook or Redfin or Red Rocket Mortgage or someone, and you got – you know, you are going to get that thing tuned in. And really what that means is you are making sure that your website puts itself in the path of least resistance of the user's brain, that there's as little thinking that they need to do as possible mm. or any thinking they do leads them to the result called they buy your product. And um, I, I think that, one of the things that we keep creating is this opportunity to slow down when it comes to building our businesses and what our lives are for and what our businesses are for and what we're really doing here in terms of legacy, you know, is there is no simple answer to that. And I think people, you know, the tribe that shows up around this question is going to be people that are willing to engage and go through that first uncomfortable space of, I don't have time for this. And I, how is this going to help? And all the immediate stuff that's there in system one thinking and the survival in the, you know, in the gut, how's this, you know, it's why GCI is such a simple conversation for people. Cause it, 
yep. cuts right through all that other stuff and just gets to, yep. there's no thinking needed. Is this going to turn into a deal? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really, it's, um, you know, it becomes part of the identity. <laughs> like it's, it's hard, it's hard to, to stop and have a conversation that could unravel my character, my identity, not my characters and my, my moral character, but the, right. the, the persona I'm playing. Like when, and I, you know, I found that for so long when I was in real estate, like, uh, and it wasn't like I was being insincere about it. I, you know, I was all in, I was all in on uh, MREA. I was all in on, um, you know, Keller Williams. Cause that's where I was. I was, I just meant a lot to me and I felt like it raised me in some ways. It taught me to think, it taught me, it taught me all these things. And in the process of doing it, there became this identity where it became hard to think critically, you know, any other way. My instinct and my gut went a particular direction because that's what I favored and that's what my identity related to, you know? It was hard to see other business models. Like the way we use it as a business model conversation. Like it was hard for me to see Keller Williams could do no wrong in my eyes. Right. It was the Holy grail and every other company was not up to par. And so it was, it one, it was arrogant, but two, it was just, it cut off the opportunity to see what other things were there possible available. Mm -hmm. And my gut was, you know, I guess it would take some time to unpack what that, what the, what was influencing those decisions. But well, I think I, I yeah, I mean, uh, when you when I get all in, and I'm I've certainly I was certainly that way at KW. I've been that way with other jobs I've had. You know, um, getting all in like that. It's funny when you when you take that apart. What is really underneath being all in on something? It's eliminating all the other distractions you're eliminating all the other possibilities you know you're you're um it eliminates any sort of critical thinking you know it's funny because when you say it this when, when i'm talking about it like this way if i know i don't know how people are going to hear this but i suspect that this will show up for people in a particular way but you know i was i am do not talk to me about exp you know don't when I was a K dub, I was like, don't no. You know, if there was any kind of hint of recruiting, and I know that I got that reaction when I was a K dub talking to other agents, and I get that certainly get that reaction now at EXP talking to other agents. There's a don't talk to me about that, right? Like uh, it, and it's a there's a on one hand, you know, it's a it's I, I mean on one hand, fine, it's a it's a closing down of distractions because you know, I mean, if it all looks like the difference between Geico and progressive. <laughs> Why are we having this conversation? Right? Sure. Who cares? Right? It's going to be the same thing at the end of the day. Yeah. Um, right. So I don't need the distraction. How much better is it going to be? At the same time, you know, if you looked at it from a different perspective, it's not about the distraction that it is. It's about um, I'm not going to expend the mental effort to actually see if this situation is the best situation for me or. I'm unwilling to expend that mental effort to do that. And rarely do people contextualize it that way, which is a perfectly valid way to contextualize it, frankly. I mean, if that's the truth of it, listen, I'm unwilling to expend the mental effort of that. From my vantage point, it doesn't look like that that could give me enough of an advantage that it would make it worth doing the work to figure it out. Um, 
but that would be straight because that's really what it's about is are you willing to expend the mental effort to look to see, mm-hmm. you know, is your situation the most advantageous for what you're really up to? And really, Chris, when you get engaged with people, even the conversation called, what am I really up to requires an enormous amount of intellectual effort. I just, it's, it's one of the most confronting things people need to deal with, you know, is, uh, uh, is what, is my life for right yeah talk about an inconvenient distraction you know to the programming and the the treadmill that i'm on like i can't jump off this treadmill use the energy to start another treadmill and i definitely don't feel like i can be on two treadmills at once like this is how and that's not the way it is but that's how it occurs like you know that to entertain the conversation of legacy um and my important work of my life is an entire feel can feel like an entirely different treadmill I have to run on right. at the same time as running on the the one I'm on now in real estate and that's that's how it may occur but that's not the truth of it but if you don't do the critical thinking of it then the, the your gut instinct can be well no I don't have time for that I'm not willing yeah, to spend the mental energy to is going is going to be that that is for sure going to be the gut instinct there is that I don't have time for this. I don't wake up in the morning and have any other gut instinct that I don't have time for anything. Right. So it's always, it's always the go-to. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, time and money in our culture, the two go-to, you know, things that we aren't going to actually stop and think now that I say it out loud, I'm like, Oh my God, I got to go through my bank account. It's probably been six weeks since I've gone through and checked my, expenditures just to make sure that it's all straight but yeah you know because it requires a stopping and a planning and you know we this is one of those you know we consistently overestimate what we can get done in a day and underestimate what we can get done in a year because we're you know the the opportunity of small gains doesn't show up for us right as an opportunity it's it's too small in the in the moment and we are short-term survival based thinking animals that's the dollar 10 thing mm-hmm. is a short based survival based animals and until we get responsible for that mm. you know like just can own it just can be like that's right you know and that's the it was always the big thing out of the forum was mm. is you know people get a glimpse of that which they've been avoiding thinking about and the impact of not having thought it through you know, and, and who's made the, who made those decisions, you know? I mean, that's right. always the biggest aha people walk out of the forum with is, Oh my God, my life's been run by a five-year-old. <laughs> yeah. An upset five-year-old has decided yeah. all of this. There's no, and, and I, and I've been fine with it. I've been, I've been t- fine with that five-year-old's decision. No, I don't speak to my mom, <laughs> you know, right. never mind that she's crazy. Yeah, right? yeah. But it's, that's what the five-year-old said. And so you have a chance to get responsible for that. Get, you know, like, oh, wait, I did that. I said that. I made that up. You know? It's a really interesting, to me, real estate is a really interesting um, dichotomy of personal growth. Like, I, I found a lot of personal development in real estate. Like, you know, um, going to work on myself, how to think about things, um, um, self-help. A lot of that came out of real estate. But it's interesting because it, it was only in service to a particular frame, you know, because the stuff you're talking about, the idea to slow down and take some time or, or 
to think critically about like, what is my life for? Is it the, to me, the ultimate personal development conversation? Cause you have this right. life. What are you going to do with it? Well, I don't right. have time for that, but hold on while I go read a personal development book on how yeah. I can increase my GCI. You're like, yeah. Right. I don't have time for that. It's just the funniest thing, right? It's, and, and I'm in that game, you know, I'm in that comedy of errors, right? With everybody, you know, it's not like I don't do that. Right. It's just the funniest thing is I don't have time to determine what my life is for. Right. Just take that sentence apart. You know, I don't have the time. I'm too busy living my life. I'm too busy. But you're, and are you really living your life or is right. your life just living through you? Yeah. You know, I, I accidentally, it's funny because I occasionally will find a stupid meme or something I'll send my daughter um, on Instagram or whatever. And um, I accidentally sent her one about living an intentional life. You know, it wasn't a stupid meme. It was one of the, you know, some, you know, not, not Gary Vaynerchuk, but, you know, sort of a more serious, more conversation about living an intentional life. Hmm. Um, she was like, don't ever send me this again. <laughs> she's not, she's not a request for coaching from me. Yeah. Um, and had I watched it, I probably, I could see myself sending it to her because it was straight up. It was, there's was nothing wrong with it. It was like, look, most people don't live an intentional life. Most people, you know, no one, what was the theme of it? It was like, no one ever walks upstairs accidentally. Right. Right. You know, if you're going to, if you're going to go somewhere, it's got to be intentional. Mm. And um, I think that's really the purpose of what you and I are building here is the opportunity of, of having an intentional business, mm. you know, that s- starts with the end of the, which is what we're calling legacy you know, of what it is you're out to leave out of your business. Yeah. Creating an intentional business. It's good. We haven't had that as a catchphrase yet, but there's. Say it again. Creating an intentional business. Mm. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Something in there too. I think that feels, I like that because it feels constructive, <laughs> it feels productive. It feels. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't right. feel like an extra thing. Right. Exactly. Right. It doesn't. That's right. It, and it, and that's the point of what we're doing. This is not an extra thing. This isn't like, yeah. this isn't like, well, keep go doing what you're doing. And at the same time, you're going to have this new business. No, it's your life is intentional. You're creating something intentionally and you're using your business as the vehicle to fulfill the thing that's really fulfills you. Right. Yeah. Right. And you are, and we're, I think where we're coming from is you already have, the foundation laid. Yeah. You know, the people we're talking to, 100 deals or more, you have the foundation laid to be able to now stand in, okay, I could create something worth my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Right, cool. Well, that, that went around in a nice little circle. <laughs> it's the power of conversation. I think, you know, when when you're willing to wrestle with, uh, the things like, like we wrestled with today or anytime we're talking and what, what I envision, you know, again, say again, but like these conversations to me feel like um, micro conversations of what can happen in a community of agents who are creating an intentional, creating, you know, creating intentionally uh, with their business. This is what happens. Yeah. What happens. 
and not everybody, I, you know, I always, this, what helps me in these conversations and what we're creating, it always helps me just to continue to reaffirm, like, obviously it's not for everyone. Some people just are not interested in this conversation and maybe the majority, the majority are not interested in this conversation, but I do know that there are human beings in real estate who are tired of the GCI conversation. Not because it's bad, but because it just doesn't give life. There's there's more, there's something else asking for your attention and it's not GCI. There are agents who are successful doing great things in the world, wanting to make a bigger contribution. And there isn't a space container or community of other agents gathering to wrestle with it like we you and I are doing in these calls. Right. Yeah, and it's life giving, dude. Like when I, when you and I have these conversations, I get so fired up. Like there's, a- I know, I love it. I'm like, okay, well, what's the next? So what's an action that we could take? Or you know, I mean, at some point, it'd be nice to get other people. This is really what what we wanted to build was like. It's important to get other people in this dialogue yeah. to have <coughs> other things show up. You know, to have other ideas other than you, you and I, our versions of what this is. And, um, you know, I think it's also important that there be actions that we're out to have people take or that, I don't know that that's the right way to say that, um, you know, but there are actions that fall out of this that move this into reality. So it's not just an intellectual exercise. It's not just an interesting conversation. It actually, right. right. It's not just self-development, personal right. development. It's. Yeah, no, I, I agree with that. And I think real estate as an industry is a, it's such a, it's so already wired for production and activity that it's, it is a, if we can balance the energies, like I spend a lot of time with coaches and then sometimes in coaching, there's a, 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 a leaning towards the energy of the being first doing second, because it's yeah. a lot of what coaches work on with people. I feel like in real estate, the energy leans towards doing a lot, do, do, do. And there's an opportunity in a community like this to lean a little bit more towards center on being and doing, but I love that real estate agents know how to do because yeah, like there's action attached to this. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And don't want to just talk about what you want to create with your life. Like let's create it, which is an action. So where'd you go? I'm just trying to figure out, okay, well, what is my, what is my life for? You know, what, how does this connect and what would be the action that I would take, you know, this week inside connecting what, you know, so my talk about my calling being people experience agency and having, you know, empowering. So what that means in this context is, you know, empowering agents to have agency, empowering agents that are, you know, in that category of a hundred deals to have the kind of agency to kind of say in their life about their legacy. And, you know, so what actions am I going to take this week to step that in, you know, take a further step into reality besides just talking to you about it. Right. Um, and, um, and I don't know, that's where I went. I was like, hmm. yeah. you know, I, you know um, <clears throat> I feel like to your point about start with legacy, start at the end and work our way back. Like um, one of the exercises that really helped me was um, thinking less about goals and targets 
because that really starts to narrow your purview. Mm-hmm. Like you, you start to cut off a lot of things right. in, in the name of the target. So getting to the essence of your vision or the essence of your legacy, what is the, the essence of it is <clears throat> a lot more ethereal. It's looser, mm-hmm. not as target focused. <clears throat> and it allows for a lot of the different expressions of it without any obligation to fulfill it at any particular date. So if, if people could allow themselves to swim in the essence of the legacy and the vision with like, for me, I see, I see um, beautiful commercial buildings across the United States for holistic business people who want to share space, collaborate, mastermind, rent space, whatever, uh, this, these dream centers are to me, a part of my, the essence of my vision. I have no idea how to pull it off. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it, it lives in there as a very exciting, like every time I think about it, I get excited. I have a Pinterest board dedicated to it. Like there's stuff where I'm like this. And that's the whole point is like, it, it, it's it has future pull. It pulls me into mm-hmm. the legacy of it. You know, Gary Vaynerchuk's a good example of like, him always talking about buying the jets and not really knowing if it's going to happen or when, or even that, that it's going to happen. Just that it is a thing out in his future that excites him. Right. My question for you or anybody else wanting to do something about it is to go spend time in what's exciting to you out in your future, that your life would be that a creation of and from. Yeah, good. So there's, you know, I mean, and then there's the personal stuff that I'm sure you have about you and Jenny and the time you have and where you are and for sure me and Kale and, you know, like the church, the water and, you know, and then there's, um, you know, and then there really is the, uh, the, I love the idea of the, of the dream centers. I never, I hadn't heard that. That's super interesting. Mm. Um, uh, you know, there's a le- I haven't really engaged in this. I haven't really looked to see like what is it out there in the future that you know I could create out there that would what would that look like? What would my mm-hmm. you know agents having that kind of agency, mm-hmm. right? I you know there's certainly causes and projects and events and um. Uh, uh, missions being fulfilled in the world from Mm -hmm. equity and justice and inclusion and Mm -hmm. healthcare and the environment and uh, you know uh, all the different ways that human beings want to contribute Mm -hmm. to the general welfare of each other would be unleashed Mm -hmm. you know and that there'd be a way to get you know that that would be you know, it's, it's the old Werner statement of, you know, the, a world that works for everyone with no one left out mm. the opportunity of people really coming together to um, listen for and provide what's going to make a difference in any particular situation, you know, um, you know, the, the, all of it, like there's, there's, I think if people had agency, Right. I mean, when I'm looking at it from that perspective, there's, there's a vision there that like, you know, it's uh, interesting for me to play with, you know, I don't feel obligated to 
land on something this morning about it, right, but right. you were, you were talking about swimming in it. And it's just something that I, you know, as we're creating this, I'm like, God, I really have not done the work mm. for myself to look to see what does that future look like. Mm. <clears throat> and so that's nice yeah, um, yeah. to begin to engage in that. And that would be something that would be an action this week to take is, you know, just yeah. to start to look at that. And, you know, I notice all the in order to the background of all that, you know, that shows up like, okay, well, that would fix this and that would fix that. And there's obviously not what, where I want to go with that. Um, so that's all interesting. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I think that's a really, actually an important piece to that too, is like <clears throat> that there doesn't need to be an immediate action. I think <laughs> sometimes you can be too quick to action um, because there's more of the essence of it that wants to fill in. And if yeah. you just go off and start building the structure, you could build something to use real estate lingo, uh, functionally obsolescent to the entire vision or, or legacy you want to leave. If you just go start building something today, like let it just sit in it, just sit in the essence of it and let it fill in. That's full circle to the good to great stuff. Cause to have the discipline to sit in the, Mm -hmm. the space in between where you are and where you're going to go requires you to it requires discipline to sit in that and not just rush yeah. off to rescue it right and and there's that there's that um i don't know if it's the contradiction but it's the certainly the paradox of okay how long to sit and, and when to act because there's also you know fire aim fire aim fire aim which is a valid and valuable right. way to perform you know in anything like you you know when you do act Right. And you are going to need to act. Uh, you know, you're not doing it with the conviction that you've done. This is 100 percent the way it's got to look. You know, you're doing it with it may, in fact, be obsolete before you complete it. But that's fine because you were acting and building something and you're not attached to what you were. You're not attached to it not being obsolete. You're using yeah, yeah. it to iterate, you know, 1.0. Um, and th- where's that line? You know, there's obviously no answer to that question, but that's the question that we're engaging in is where's that line? Well, and I I mean, those for those who, you know, like to know the whole picture of it, like the way I the way I teach it when I'm working with people through it, coaching people through it is to start in the essence of it. But it doesn't end there. Then there, the next piece for me is, can you find a tipping point? a number, a tipping point number, something that represents the energetic shift that your legacy would leave. Like pick a number. I don't care what it is. It could be people. It could be my, I don't care what it is. Mm. The number of dream centers, but, but at some point you're going to pick like what represents the energetic tipping point for you with your legacy. The answer can't be one. Um, <laughs> it's going to be something that represents a shift. And once you have a tipping point, that's the second stage. Yeah. The third stage is to then, map yourself from here to that tipping point mapping like you were going to take a road trip you're like we're going to stop here to fill up on gas then we're going to get food here then we're going to get here and then it's not the details it's just the how would i what would i have to happen in order to to create that tipping point <clears throat> and then the final stage the way, the way i teach it is now you're going to build your plan based on the map so you know um that looks like shipping it that's due evaluate, do stuff, evaluate it, do stuff, evaluate now. Cause now I'm taking action in imperfect action towards something that is a plan. And of course, details will fill in and of course things will shift, but I'm in motion towards the tipping point. 
that was informed right. by the essence. So, I mean, there, I think there is a structure and a form to this. Yeah. No, and, that's great. I love that. I, I love that. So that's, that would be good. For, you know, I can see engaging in that this week and looking to see what it would look like for that essence or my colleague or whatever you're going to call it, excuse me, yeah, yeah. to be uh, fulfilled. Yeah. 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 And to me, if, um, the, the, the playing with legacy and, uh, in essence <clears throat> is playful. Like it's, it's not, it's not, it shouldn't feel full of obligation and responsibility and to-do lists and it shouldn't feel heavy. It should feel inspiring and life-giving. Like it's a litmus test that if you're going down this road, you know, you listening to this are going down the road of what is my legacy. If you're starting to feel anxious and heavy and like, stop like pull pull away and start over like because it's you're you're attaching too much action to it already like you're getting too much into how how the energy of how and that often i in my experience kills vision how kills vision you you will limit the size of your vision because because you don't know how to do the big the big vision big version of it and so you just got to stop how you got to stop with the how and just list, le- lean into your heart and be the thing. What excites you, you know? So. Yeah. And be willing to play with that. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Cool. All right, man. I'm gonna, that was good. I'm gonna I think that's what I got in me right now. Yeah.